0: Hello, my amazing mompreneurs. Welcome back to the mompreneur guide podcast. I am so excited for today's conversation. I'm talking with my new friend, Carly Gilliland, and I was so grateful to be introduced to her as we've been working on launching our own studio. And an amazing friend of mine was telling me how amazing she is and how she in fact has launched her own studio too. Not only does she have podcasting space and video production space and all these other cool rooms and a glam room and all of these things, but she's also creating community in her town. And I am just so grateful to not only have a conversation with a woman in a similar space with different unique skill sets and and a background but she's also a mom too she's got two kiddos a daughter who is 10 and a son who is two months old and here on zoom with us and i just love that we get to have true mompreneur conversations and mompreneur life and you know carly her whole studio good vibe media and good vibe studios not only does video production and she you know started in that space but then she saw that there was this opportunity of growth and more community and support which all of us amazing mompreneurs here and listeners here love as well. And so that is why she created the studio. And so Carly, I'm just so grateful for us to have a great conversation about video and studio life and how you have seen an opportunity to support women and what your work does for them and why it's important for us mompreneurs to know that too, on top of just all of our mompreneur stories. So thank you so much for being here.
1: Megan, thank you so much for having me on and for creating this space too. like, I feel like, especially as a mom, you value community more than anything. Like when they say it takes a village, it really does take a village in business and life and momhood, whatever it may be. Um, And I feel like you're creating so much value for us moms and mompreneurs with um, this podcast alone and all that you are creating. So thanks for inviting me on. Oh, thank you so much for
0: your kind words. I so appreciate it, and I would love to hop in and start with your mompreneur journey. I always think it's fascinating to hear, like where you started. Mompreneurship is not for the faint of heart, so you know how how did you get into this? I know you have a ten year old daughter and a two month old son, and so start us off. Like, did you start your business, your production business, before your daughter was born, or was it in the midst? Give us the scoop there. It was in the midst,
1: (laughs) and I like to say it's almost like uh i i did not seek out this mompreneur journey it seeked me out Mm -hmm. (laughs) which i'm sure many of us can relate um you know i've always been so incredibly passionate about video production and sorry if you hear my son in the background he's gonna do some coos and (laughs) cause. that's what we Um, love to hear (laughs) yeah it's real you know we gotta keep it real here (laughs) um But I've always been so incredibly passionate about telling stories through video and even from like high school years. And I went to film school and I got pregnant with my daughter right around the time I was graduating college. And it was this like massive, like period in my life that was full of transition, right? So as I was entering in this new phase of life, you know, graduating school and figuring out what the, you know, beginning of my career was going to be, I also was about to give birth to this amazing human being mm-hmm. and who you know, is my daughter. And so, um it was just this beautiful like period in my life where um I knew how important it was to like my soul and my well-being to maintain my identity and my passion um through the work that the creative work that you know I was passionate about in video production. And that only grew stronger as she grew older. Like as she grew older and I could, you know, literally see her looking up at me and watching every move that I did. Um I felt really, really proud and even more motivated to continue living my life fully the way that fills my cup you know what I mean and and for me like it's different for everyone but for me that was continuing to like build the business that I have today and so fast forward 10 years um I'm in the midst of about to open the studio space and that's when I get pregnant with my second child
0: <laughs> so oh it's like God.
1: I'm giving birth to um and uh, clearly like these were you know unplanned pregnancies but honestly mm-hmm. like I've said To so many people, and it's just proved to me over and over like the biggest blessings in life are sometimes the most unexpected surprises that we receive. And that has presented itself in my life so much the last, you know, decade or so. It's just kind of surreal because as I'm like bringing, you know, my son into the world, I'm also like birthing this whole new business of the studio space, which again is like a whole new layer of passion um, that's opening up doors for like more creativity and more community and collaboration and um, I think especially as mompreneurs, no matter what it is we're passionate about or what it is we're trying to create or, you know, problem we're trying to solve, I think that we find so much growth when we lean on our community and we collaborate with one another. So that was my whole idea with the studio space is like I was really wanting to create a space where that could that could live.
0: I think it's so crazy and so interesting that at the time that you go to birth to Mm -hmm. business things, you also happen to be birthing humans. Like,
1: Oh, it's wild.
0: (laughs) I'm so curious as you like went through that journey, especially a second time, Mm -hmm. what kind of reflections or kind of energy or, I don't know, you know, universe Mm -hmm. or things like that, were you thinking like, what is going on here? Like, what is it with me? And, And every time I go to birth a new thing, then I also birth a human along with it. Like that's gotta be some kind of fate or sign or something, right?
1: I mean, it is so wild. It's so wild to think about it. But what's crazy when I was looking, looking back on, you know, the last year or two um, with opening the studio space, it's like, I remember the months leading up to opening. And right when we opened, I would felt all this tension and stress. And like, I wasn't present. My energy was very worked up and I was stressed out and I wasn't sleeping. And I had all these like nerves, Um, like any, you know, launching any new business or, um, This is like a big deal for me. A brick and mortar space is very expensive to, to operate. And I had a lot on the line. Um, So. But what's funny is when right after I found out I was pregnant, I kid you not, it was like probably a week or two after there was this sense of like, I don't know what you would call it other than like peace. And um I don't know, just like. I felt this like energy that kind of brought me back down to the ground and helped me and supported me get really present and knowing that I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. You know what I mean? There's so many things that I don't have control of in, in my life and in business and things like that. But um, what I do have control over is like how, how I show up every day, you know, and I have the ability and the choice to continue to find solutions. And I think that's one of the biggest muscles that we can flex. And honestly, I feel like being a mom kind of trains us to be better entrepreneurs, right? Because, mm-hmm. because we have to flex that muscle all the time. We have to flex the muscle of finding solutions, of being being present and being fluid and going with the flow and um, you know, responding to things rather than reacting to things. And, um, I just think that that's, you know, us moms, we, it's just engraved in us. It's in our blood. Like we, we have to do it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because, um, we have little ones relying on us and, uh, the same goes for, you know, being in business and running your own business and running your own team and things like that. So, (laughs) oh my gosh,
0: it's beautiful. And I think it's so interesting what you said too, because what I heard you say with your daughter was. It was this beautiful opportunity that kept pushing you of modeling. Like, I truly believe it's not what's taught, it's what's caught. That's my learned experience. I'm a third-generation mompreneur. And one of the reasons that I think I went into this space is just, it was the lifestyle my mom lived, and it was a no-brainer to me. I I saw it. I lived it. I was a a product of that. And, And so I think that's so interesting that you felt the same way as you were raising your daughter and your first business. And then to say, too, like, how you show up is all that you can control and, and how you handle the situations. And I agree that as we're mothering and we're doing business, they very much go hand in hand. And on that flip side, as we're raising our kids, they're also teaching us. And so I think it's this beautiful melding pot, like I'll be momming and I recognize something that my kids are teaching me that I've forgotten and the conditioning of, you know, growing up in society and all of the things. And Um, And then I apply that into my business too. Like the simple question of my toddler asking me why for the 50th time of the day. (laughs) At first, you're like, why are you asking it to me again? But when you think about it, it's good. Like, are we constantly asking ourselves in business and in life why? Like it's a valid, valid question. And so I'm curious as you've gone through motherhood and entrepreneurship and, and all of those things, like have you recognized things that you want to be very intentional with like with your kids showing them or, or modeling certain things or have you noticed now that your daughter's 10 that she's noticed things and are doing things and so you're, you definitely want to be cognizant of that with your son like where do you see those intersections of mom and entrepreneurship that you're trying to model and have very intentional control over doing in front of them
1: yeah absolutely this is such a good question and i feel like the first thing that pops up to my mind is like Um, Having grace, like I feel like being a parent in general is probably the hardest job that anyone can ever, ever have in their life because you never really feel like you're doing a good enough job or um, you're showing up the way that, you know. Fully the way that you, you know, there's always room for growth, right? I'm sorry. He's going to make a little appearance here. He's so cute. (laughs) Um, um, I hope he doesn't like start. Oh, Oh, there's a burp. And there we go. (laughs) That's real. So (laughs) So good. He's so good. Oh, my gosh. He's, yeah, he's been an angel. I'm like so grateful. Grateful. And I'm grateful for my daughter, too. I'm trying to think of like where I was what was the question again? Oh yeah. So I yeah. Just forget.
0: about like how you are intentionally like mobbing and entrepreneuring around them and, and what you are like consciously thinking of when
1: you're with them. Mm-hmm. Yes. And on the lines of, you know, how parenting is probably the hardest job we'll ever have, because I don't know about you, but like, I never feel like I can learn or like work on the skill of being a parent. <laughs> it's like, I am the hardest critic on myself and the mom guilt is so real. It's like, if I'm working too much, I, you know, I, I, I beat myself up because I'm working too much. And then if I'm not working enough, I beat myself up because I'm not working enough. Like the time I'm spending with my daughter versus my son, like, I mean, it's just, I'm, I've learned over the last 10 years and I've observed how easy it is to like be hard on myself when it comes to how I am as a mom. Um and so I think one of the biggest things that I reflect on now is like really just being intentional with time. Like time is the most precious thing that we have in this life. And so like as crazy and um you know neurotic. <laughs> and some people in my family might think it is to time clock every hour of my day in my calendar. It's what I have to do in order to make sure that I feel safe and confident and secure that I'm like delegating the time that I want in all areas of my life, whether that's my kids or my business.
0: Yeah. No, I totally understand. I always say, if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. Like happening. It, it needs to happen. And I think grace is just such a beautiful way to encapsulate it because there is this like challenging duality. And I think most women who are in mompreneurship are us recovering perfectionist type A overachiever, high achievers. And so like a, a quote that I found that I have on a Pinterest board that I like look at every day is, there's no way to be a perfect mom, but there's a million ways to be a good one. And mm-hmm. I have to remind myself of that time and time again, cause it's like, you know, you, you hear the research and like what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to focus on them. And then we know, and we feel a pull that we have our own mission and and the things that we want to get done and there's also modeling that to them and so we want to make sure we model but then how do we not model to their detriment where we're not even spending time with them and i feel like you get whiplash all the time right just going back and forth between i want to be present i want to be productive like where is that so-called balance or, or through line and i think that answer that you're sharing right now is grace like there is no perfect answer. There is no perfect balance, but there is giving yourself grace and knowing that you're doing the best that you can at, at this moment. And, and that whiplash too, between having two, I know I felt that a ton at the beginning. And now that so Jack will be four in May and Sophia will be two and a half in May. So they're like, you know, full blown toddlers. Um, it's just interesting how those like ebbs and flows come and change. And, and then you work, on them differently. Like now we're doing date nights so that we make sure we have one on one time with each of the kids and the structured business time and they understand what we're doing. And I think what you had said too, about like collaboration and community, it's the same with our family, right? The more communication you can have with them, the, the more it just works better for everybody. So,
1: so true. It's so true. That's
0: a beautiful insight. How much do you get to communicate with your daughter about your business and like have her a part of it or
1: is oh, she super she's 100% into it? a hundred percent a part of it. Like yeah. she has been since day one. I mean, when I first started, even before I started the business, when I was doing a lot of freelance video production work, I, I just, I mean, it, it was who I was. Like everybody knew I had just a little sidekick with me and I would bring her on set for so many shoots and Um, I think I attract the clientele, like a lot of females, a lot of moms who kind of understood like, man, she's, she's showing up, she's doing it. Of course, like, as long as it doesn't interfere with like our shoot, like bring the baby, we love the baby, you know? So I was able to like find the clientele that worked well for me in that time period when she was young, but she's been like my sidekick and has been a part of this business since day one. And so now it's really cool to see her getting to the age where she is like. I mean, she and her friends edit videos on their phones like better than I honestly could. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I mean, it's it's crazy. So now it's it's really cool to see her like in the studio, like even with some of um, the girls that work at the studio who you know they'll be making reels or some kind of marketing material and. They'll go to Kaden and be like, "Hey, Kaden, like what do you think of this transition or this audio or this music?" and she'll put her inside in it so it's really, really special to see that because it's literally what i like I had dreams of I had dreams of this when she was a little girl, and so um." It's just so amazing to see, you know, that turn into a reality and to see her flourish. And it it only makes me excited too of like the dreams that I have right now, knowing that this little guy is so young, like where he'll be, um, you know, in the mix of all well when he's 10 years old. Pretty cool. I mean, well, kids really put time into perspective, don't they? <laughs> oh my gosh, a hundred percent.
0: Like, yeah, it's like it feels so long and so short all at the same time, right? It's, you know, the days are long and the years are short, but it, it, yeah, to think through how much happens in that time, like to think where I was four years ago and now having a four-year-old and like a completely different business than I did prior to this. And it's, it's fascinating. And I just want to reflect back to you too, just because I was your daughter, like, It was just my mom and I working in her business together and she started it when I was seven and I grew up in that business and the confidence and then also like the cred that it gives you when you get older. I started my first business at 18 because I had already been in my mom's business for so long. It was like, it's a no brainer. So I just want to like reflect that back to you, like the gift that you are giving her. I can't thank my mom enough for being able to be in the business and being able to like be valued and make decisions. It gave me such confidence and know-how and knowledge. So I just have to reflect that back to you because it's so beautiful that she gets to be a part of it and that she already is like sharing her insight and people are showing that they value her opinion.
1: I'm so happy that you did share that. And that's so amazing too, because I feel like, and I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but it's like when you're a mom and, and you're a working mom and you're trying to build you know, your business, you do have these conflicting thoughts of like, is this all gonna be worth it? You know what I mean? Like this time and this energy and this effort. Like, sh- should I have been? What if that? You know, you, you run through all those questions in your mind. And so, hearing hearing stories like that and being you, you know, and <laughs> you share that, Um, it's it's kind of like confirmation and validation um, that you know it's a pretty awesome thing. Like we we are we are super women, literally. Yeah. moms can do anything
0: hundred <laughs> percent preach right yeah preach seriously <laughs> oh, good well <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the business stuff so okay. you you've got the video production and that's what you love helping and then you also have the studio to help make it happen so talk to us about like first and foremost. What what you noticed in video and like why that was you were so drawn to it and why you see it to be such a helpful and successful piece. And then let's talk about too the studio and how that just amplifies that medium and why all of those things are so important, especially for uh, us moms in business. I think we know showing up and being visible is important and also it's not our background. We don't have a degree in mm-hmm. in film and so we try, but <laughs> what tips do we have? Like what what should we know about this
1: space? Yes. So here I like literally could talk to you for hours about video and trends in video and um, you know, why storytelling through video is so important. I've always seen it even before Instagram was a thing. I was, you know, trying to, I literally to take you way back. I was like finding small businesses on Craigslist and like saying, Hey, you need a video that talks about, you know, the story behind your product or the story behind your brand or your business everybody needs to share their story through video. And this was on Facebook and YouTube at the time, you know, Um, fast forward now it's like, we are in this dense digital society and world. Like everybody has a screen and it's very congested. You know, it's, we are bombarded with messages left and right. So what we try to do with our company um, is, is really try to connect with, the why and the mission behind each brand, each business, each person, um, whatever it may be, and, um, tell their story in a very raw and authentic way that connects, you know, humans and, and helps them stand out in the very dense digital world that we're in. So um, and that, that's through social media videos, that's through videos on your website, that's through educational videos, e-course videos. I mean, videos can be used for so many different things right now, which is really exciting. We see how video has impacted so many brands and businesses in such a remarkable way over the last couple of years by working with such a wide variety of clients.
0: It's so funny that you said you, you really focus on how to help them stand out because it is such a saturated market. And so I want to ask that question because what I wrote on my notes is like, how do we stand out? There are mm. so many videos out there. Like we, we feel like we have to do Instagram and TikTok and all the things and put our podcasts on YouTube. And, you know, I'm all about minimalism and business. We're mompreneurs. It's a lot. It's also probably not most of our forte. And so how, like, what are the things that you're thinking about when it comes to your clients to help them stand out? Hey ladies. Hopping in real quick, because as we were recording this, Carly actually had to break away for a second to take care of her little guy and get him settled. And once she came back, we started talking off air a little bit more about motherhood and support and just what this lifestyle is truly like. And As we were talking, I said, wait a second. I know you ladies would love to hear this too, because I know you can relate to it and that you're going through it as well. So, hop back into our conversation here, where we're talking about motherhood and the duality of it all. But don't worry, the question that I just asked her all about video and content and what we need to know does get answered as we continue on with this conversation. Enjoy Yeah, so that that whole like duality and, and like stress over support. I was flipping through my pictures the other day. like I have it, you know, on my screen where it'll like pop up random pictures. And um a picture of my daughter. And she's, so we had the, had her in, had them in daycare from February to November of last year. So she was, um, I can't think of the math, but probably 18 months-ish, or like almost 18 months until two. And the guilt that came up when I saw that, the space that it gave me to be able to breathe, it was, she, they only went three days a week, two days to begin with, and then three days in the fall. And it's like so interesting because there are these waves of support and like your kids need different things and we need different things. So I always again linear perfectionist thought like I'd pick the thing it'd be the one thing and there we go we're good for forever and it keeps happening in these cycles. But just it's so interesting I was like I can't believe that I sent her and then at the same time i'm like. But it, that's what we needed in that moment. We had a nanny yeah. up until then and then that stopped working. So we found the next right thing. And then the daycare stopped working for us. And so now we have, I have like an hour every day where a woman comes over and in the spring they're going to, or the fall, they're going to start a preschool. And so we'll try that. And I think like what you said before about the grace, but then just the like trying and being willing to pivot is entrepreneurship <laughs> to its core. But like remembering that in motherhood, it's so hard. It, that literally was yesterday that I looked at that picture and I was like, oh. But
1: wait, <laughs> yes, 100%. Yeah. Well, it's a consistent, consistent reminder and something that we always have to practice. And it's a beautiful thing. Like it is a really beautiful thing. Like when you look at it that way, it's like, um. I get, there's a quote that um I heard, lo- I think it was last year that like Bill sings to my soul where she, she the speaker said something along the lines of like, the overwhelm that you're feeling today is the abundance of what you want to pray for prayed for and like that spoke to me because I'm like yeah when I'm in moments of like massive overwhelm and like just feel like breaking down because I can't handle one more thing that's being thrown my direction I need to like halt, pause take a moment and say I am so grateful that I'm experiencing this overwhelm like this is what I prayed for five years ago, 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, look at my life. Like, look at what has been built and what has been, you know, created. And I'm, I'm grateful for the challenges, like their confirmation and little reminders, a little tap from the shoulder, you know, that, um, yeah. So just something, something good to always reflect on. And that's why having conversations like this and listening in on conversations like this are so important. Because again, it's like connecting with other moms who understand it, they live it too. <laughs> it reminds you that you're not alone and um, you're you're validated in that. And I think that is so important to keep us like moving and to keep us going and to keep keep us like staying on the track of fulfilling the the dreams and the visions that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's so
0: important. Like, I think this conversation has been coming up a lot, but our generation, we don't really have like, villages and communities like we used to. And so I think that's another beautiful part of the studio that you're creating and the studio that we're creating is that it brings community back. And like yeah. spaces like this and and the spaces that we hold allow us to see like you said we're not alone because some of us might be feeling this guilt or these random things that come up and they hit us like a wave and and then we don't have anybody to talk to it about and so i'm It's a, just another one of the many reasons i'm grateful that women like you are coming on to the show and sharing real life and. And sharing like what's actually going on and, and how you're navigating it because it is a, a challenge and it's also something we can do and like little tips like you just said now to in those moments of overwhelm switch to gratitude like, isn't that going to be a beautiful reminder for us moving forward? The next time you feel overwhelmed, first thing I always say to the kids is if we're feeling frustrated, what's the first thing we do? We take a deep breath. <laughs> and now we can say and pair that with gratitude for whatever is happening mm-hmm. in that moment for us moms. So I just, I think that's such a beautiful insight, Carly. And um, to to go to the trends though, because I know we're all yes. going to want to hear about the trends too. Like yes. talk to us about the video space and just the benefits okay. of, of video. And I know storytelling is a huge part of that, but like, for us overwhelmed moms who might be doing the tiktoks while the kids are screaming and like "Mm, i know i need to show up but but what are those those important points like what are the things that you don't want to miss when it comes to video that will allow us to connect with that audience to connect with our mission and our why and really have that shine through so we can stick out in this
1: oversaturated field i i love this so much and again i could talk on it for days um (laughs) But I would say the biggest component, and this is what we do with all of our clients too, you know, we, we do high quality video production, um, at like a larger production scale, but even for someone who is creating videos for their reels or something that's more DIY, the principle still is very much aligned in the sense that. You really need to get clear on what the purpose of the video is that you're creating. And what I mean by that is before you even press record, I would love to challenge everybody to, um, you know, put the pen to paper and really think about, you know, who it is that you're communicating to, where is this video going to live? Like, is it going to live on your social media? Will it live on website? Is it going to go on email, um these blasts and get really clear on the audience that you're trying to speak to. Because once you get really clear on who you're speaking to, then you can kind of put yourself more in their shoes. Because ultimately, the one thing that is going to make more videos stand out is if you have that like special sauce that's going to um, directly connect to your audience. And how do you directly connect to your audience? Well, it's that emotional piece that we as human beings have, right? but you can't connect to that emotional piece to your audience if you don't know who your audience is. Um, So I think it's something that we, you know, we go through three phases with all of our clients when we do videos. It's pre-production, production, production, and post. Again, same thing applies to any video that you're creating. You really got to put the pen to paper or at least like brain dump some ideas in your notes or whatever app you use um, to get very clear on who it is you're speaking to and put yourself in their shoes. So that way you can better you know, you can create better content that speaks their language, that like hits them to their core. Um, because I think that's the one component, like that emotional component is going to be the one like little piece of special sauce that's going to make your videos and your content stand out amongst the rest.
0: That's so beautiful. I love how you talked about pre and the pre-production, the actual production and then post. Because again, us who are listening, who are not film majors or that's not our background. Like I've heard of those things, but just hearing so clearly every time I do a video, if I think about those three phases and how important they are in good high quality stuff, I think that's something we talk about a lot is that the high quality is, it's better to do, I you could speak to it too, like one really high quality thing that hits and hits mm-hmm. the people and that goes through these phases versus just trying to put the next thing out because you mm-hmm. feel like you need to be on that hamster wheel what do you see with your clients? Like they're coming to you and they're getting the high quality stuff. Are you taking them off the hamster wheel or are they coming to you like panicked and so exhausted from from doing so much video? And when you kind of compare and contrast what they've done before versus after working with you, what do you see as like those differences that you've bridged that
1: gap for them? Well, I think that, I think that we're consistently gonna be creating content And we're consistently going to be recording videos, whether it's a DIY or, you know, hiring a team to do more professional videos for you. I don't think that video is dying off anytime soon. And I feel like people are hungry for like more and more content, more and more content. And I think it gets easier. The more that you do it, it gets easier because you also gather feedback from your audience. Um, You listen to your audience. You capture all of this feedback and responses that will help you curate better content in the future. And, um, you'll create more of a connection with your audience too, as you stay consistent on, you know, filming because they are going to really guide you and help you dictate what, what stories you need to continue to tell, you know, the root of what you're doing, you know, your, your reason and your why and your mission, and you could probably talk about it until you're blue in the face. So if you continue to like speak that and live it, and then listen to the audience that you are attracting, you'll find that it'll become easier and easier to do. Yeah, I know, I think
0: that's beautiful. And the one like, last thing I want to do before we get into talking about all you have to offer and the rapid fire questions, is I want to talk about the studio a little bit. So we talked about you had this vision of having a place to do the work that you're already doing, but then also you wanted to create community and, and connection and collaboration. And so since you've started, talk to us about what you've seen, like what are the results that the studio is offering and, and then why it's so important that spaces like this exist and that women come to them. And like, what are those benefits that the mompreneurs
1: are getting? Mm, yeah. So the idea of the studio space really stemmed from us needing a creative space to go and create. And we we didn't really find one here in Phoenix and in the Valley that um, suited our needs. And so we knew that if we were craving a space like this, there were so many other creatives that were needing it too. So our whole idea around the studio space and our whole like Mantra and mission statement is like when you are in an environment that gives you that energy and that vibe, <laughs> your creativity explodes, right? You are so inspired, you're motivated, you you feel more creative, and and so that's that's the space and the environment that we're trying to provide for so many people in the valley and beyond. And I think that many people would say, you know, with each room that we offer, we have a podcast room, we have um, themed like styled rooms that, um, are very, very diverse and different. So it'll cater to, you know, many people's needs, um, aesthetically. And then we have a large, you know, we call it our blank canvas. It's a the wall where you can transform that room to be whatever you want. Um, so there's a lot of diversity, um, many options. And we like that we want to provide that, um, type of environment because we feel like it helps it only helps support you in your creative process and our whole thing is we want to like help help people create more content that will inspire that will motivate and um you know just kind of stimulate the collaboration that has served us in so many ways so we hope that we can serve so many other you know creatives in the same way
0: it's so beautiful because that's like been really top of mind for us too with our studio is like space. Like as moms, we need space where we can breathe and allow ourselves to get into the creative juices flowing. And then when you're with other people, I feel like it only adds like rocket fuel to that fire. And I I just think it's so beautiful that you're able to do that and you've been doing it so successfully and that you're taking what you love and what served you so well, and you're just expanding upon it even more. And you're birthing this whole other beautiful, amazing thing on top of your actual son that you birthed too. Like it's just... (laughs) It's so amazing, Carly. And I'm just so grateful that you're not only offering that for other women and, and all other creatives, but that you're sharing it with us here now
1: too. It's so yes. amazing. and so inspirational. Thank you. And that's like a big thing to reflect on too. Like even as a mom, like just like you said, we need space. Like we need a little bit of split space to create like that clarity for whatever it is that we're doing. So if we can find the space, whether it's getting support, getting help, getting a babysitter, finding someone to like watch mm-hmm. your kids for two hours. So that way you can have two hours to like breathe a little bit for the other components of your life that you're really trying to fulfill. um, you know, that's that's where the magic lies. And we need to allow ourselves to do that and not feel guilty for doing it, too. Mm-hmm. As my child is crying in the background. I literally can't even hear.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't hear it all. I can't hear it all. All right. We'll wrap this up really quickly. Do you want to do the rapid fire questions? Let's, oh yeah, let's do rapid fire. We'll keep okay. it quick. Okay, cool, cool. We'll do it really quick. Okay. Um, what is your favorite strategy to help you be more present and productive? Time blocking on my calendar. It's (laughs) color-coded. I love it. I can only imagine how amazing it is. What is the number one essential support you have you
1: can't live without? Ooh, number one support. I mean, right now I think of my daughter actually. (laughs) She's like the best little support system. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. What's your go-to self-care
0: activity when you have a little
1: bit of me time? What do you do with it? exercise all day long. That could be a walk, that could be a run, a yoga class, that could be dancing to music. Any type of movement is is self-care to me. I love it. Last but not
0: least, tell me your most stereotypical moment. Think like kids running through a Zoom call with underwear on their heads. What's something sure. that's happened in your mompreneur story that only us mompreneurs are like, yep, we understand? <laughs>
1: literally starting this podcast recording as I am nursing. I love it. (laughs) I mean, I could not be more, yeah, could not be more accurate. (laughs) I love it. Well,
0: thank you so much for your time. Go get that beautiful little boy of yours. And I will put all the links in the show notes so you guys can check out good vibe studio, good vibe media, like you are amazing and everybody needs to follow you and, and follow the work that you do. So thank you for your time. So grateful for you, Megan. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. You have no idea how much your listenership means to me. If you loved what you heard, would you mind leaving us a review? It'll help get these episodes into more Mompreneurs earbuds and into our community. Ready to get your next season or project done? Then you need to check out the studio. It offers a creative, collaborative, and Instagrammable space for Mompreneurs to batch their podcasts and beyond. Head to themompreneurguide.com slash studio to learn how to cut your marketing time from three months to three days so you can spread your message and mission on autopilot while enjoying the work and people you love most. See you next time.